Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Unfortunately, we've run out of time today. Whatever it means for you in your club, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Hello and welcome to episode, I believe, 40 of the WTA Tale podcast. Can you guys believe this? We've been doing it for 40 weeks. Uh, That's mad. That is mad. Time flies. But episode 40, um, and a lot of them have been during lockdown, um, but it's time to rejoice. Because you'll be listening to this tomorrow, which is which means the Premier League is back, and we are gonna finally. Well, I don't know. I'm you know still a bit unsure because why do we have to have Man City as a first game back? But <laughs> yeah, it is. We're just happy to have football in England back, and Abdi can stop complaining about the Bundesliga. Um, <laughs> and yeah, how are you guys doing? Yeah, well, good, good. Considering that, as you just mentioned, the football's back tomorrow. That is that's my driving factor for this week. I'm gonna be honest. As soon as it starts tomorrow, what it's pretty much day in day out for a couple of weeks. I'm so months. excited, man! I cannot tell you how excited I am for it to be back. Are you like, excited? I'm gonna for... watch both games. Like I'm gonna watch every single game. No well, you're gonna watch Sheffield United, yeah? Yeah, man. Why you're gonna be rooting, rooting for the Sheffield United win. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, come on, Mark. Her babes is on the other on the other team. Come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's true. Can't wait. And Mr. Silent, how you feeling? How am no I feeling? No one asked me. No one asked me. <laughs> 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 you to leave me alone. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, You're tough. such a grump. You're like a grumpy old man. That's what you are. <laughs> Abdi, to be fair, you've done this to yourself by the way you answer things and stuff. Yeah, I know. Maybe Aww. I should just change. So what, should I just change my personality? No, I think you should just, yeah. just be a little That'd bit more good. like receptive to being asked questions on a podcast <laughs> where we're supposed yeah. to talk. To be, to be fair, I was just looking at my laptop. But yeah, um, how am I feeling? Yeah, obviously I've been bored. I've um, no no Premier League football, and all the other leagues are kind of boring. I made the mistake of watching Juventus versus AC Milan. <laughs> Boy, whew, that was hard. But the opening twenty minutes was quite interesting, and then it was typical Italian football. 
<laughs> I was like, why did I bother with this? Um, then, yeah, and the Bundesliga is obviously terrible, so we actually get some proper football. But I hope, yeah, the first match we're going to watch is Villa Sheffield United. No? That's yeah. the first match yeah, yeah. on the yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. And then, and then the big one. Stink to join out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, after, yeah, we're going to hold about four. We're going to hold at least four. No, 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 no. I think, me personally, I think it's going to be like one of them first game of the season, like back from preseason. You've had, you know, obviously we wouldn't have had preseason, but I think it's going to be like one of those first games of the season where it's quite, you're trying each other out and then it's not as exciting and then, it, you yeah. know, and City win 2 0. That's how so I you're think. just predicting City win? I honestly think that they just have more quality than us at this point in time. Yeah. And I do think fitness is going to play a big big factor in it, mm. but then I feel like they've got better athletes, so it's going to be key. Yeah. I, I don't I, think I, it's... Sorry. Go on. I, no. I said this last week. I think you will score. You will score. 100%. There's right, no so doubt about it. You will score. So 2-1. I I, yeah, I don't... And I said it again. again. I said this last week. And obviously, come at me next week if I'm wrong. I don't think it's the foregone conclusion that you think it is, you know. I'm going to be no, honest. And Arsenal, grab a con- and Arsenal grab a consolation. It's 6 1 to Man City. <laughs> uh, Abdi, no, relax. it won't be one of those. Come on. Man City, no, I think it's the goals we conceded in the friendly game against Brentford. Ah, uh, but. Oh, yeah. yeah, all right. No, but we, we did. That was disjointed because players kept coming on and off. It's, it's going to be different. Uh, obviously against Man City but I, I feel it will be like this Man City take an early lead we equalise by some um, you know whatever by some chance and then it will be like we have two chances to go ahead they're like we have to score we don't score Man City score end of story yeah. uh, I've got a question for the two Arsenal fans in the room Yeah. what what is your strongest back four in your opinion because that's, a good that's, question, that's something that Arsenal haven't had that, you know, that type of back four that you had all four times. You haven't had that for a long time. But what, like, what, what would your strongest back four be now, and where, where do you need to improve, and when? Me, me and Abdi were actually talking about this yesterday when he asked me um, what my starting lineup would be for for the game. I personally think that it, it our the best back four we have is probably Tierney, David Luiz, mm. Mari, and Bellerin. Um, really? I don't know if you disagree with that, Abdi. Um, I, when you ask me those kind of questions, you're just asking me, you know, to to rip off the bandaid. Because when you say, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, what do we need to improve? I say everywhere. <laughs> like, I think we have the worst collection of centre backs in the entire Premier League. Like we have, like, not one of our centre backs excels in any one area apart from David Luiz, and that's playing out from the back. In a defensive capacity, every single one of our centre backs have a big, big fault, mm. and it's just and I don't know who to play. Bellerin and Tierney are easy, but I don't know. Maybe you want to play Saka, and then you just have to take two of the best. I would like if everyone was fit, I'd go with um, Louise and Chambers, but then Chambers is injured as well, so mm. oh, who knows? Mm. Whatever, just whatever. The, the back four that can contain Aguero the best. That's what we go for. Yeah, yeah. Well, probably not. Okay. So yeah, just. So, yeah. So for me, coming from an outside perspective, responding to Junior's initial point where you said Mari would be in your back four, mm. do you think that's bold considering you haven't seen him play for Arsenal yet? Saying um, that he would make up your best back four. I think... Mm. Three games. 
Uh, huh? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was going to say yeah. he has played three games. Uh, he also played in uh, when we beat West Ham 1-0 uh, before COVID took over. Um, but what I would say is that um, I was answering the question based on players being fit and like re- raring to go. But based on what the stipulations you've placed on me now, no, I, I don't know because he's not used to the speed of the Premier League and the physicality and all that kind of stuff. And we all know yeah, that the, the Premier League is a different ball game. And yeah, yeah he had a good game um, against Liverpool um, when he was playing. Yeah, did you notice football. him, Mark? Did you notice him against him? I, I was just about to say that was in the 5 four. Was that in the 5-5? Five, five? No, uh, mate, we'll uh, talk about. I mean, um, the Club World Cup final. So I was just about to say that, just to clarify. Yeah, he did have a good game against us. He did, to be fair. Um, who, so where he's is bad, he playing? He's mad season? slow, though. Sorry? In which, in which competitions? He's played three times. Played, no, twice. Portsmouth in the FA Cup and West Ham yeah, at home. Um, Two games, yeah. Because yeah. you know Mustafa is playing the whole time, innit? So. Uh, the more I why I bring him up I was having such a good time um, but yeah, yeah. I, I just think that if um, so we just need to see we've seen loads of players who come to the Premier League and then they sh- they struggle to adapt and, and all that kind of stuff um, but I think that it's because of his reading of the game that's why I think that he mm-hmm. could be decent uh, just yeah. if he can be fit and if he could you know use his brain then I think he could be quite decent. Yeah, because John Terry is. I feel like the- yeah, in the Premier League nowadays. Sorry, you know, I mean in the Premier League nowadays, I feel like you have to, if you're a centre back, you have to have some. You have to at least excel in one area, or but to be the best centre back, you have to be athletic and mobile. And we don't have that. Like Socrates can't turn. Mustafi is a clown. David Luiz, <laughs> we know what he's on. We know what he's on. Um, sometimes uh, Rob Holding, he gets turned too easily. Chambers, he's a bit soft. Um, Pablo Mari, he he looks really really slow, and it's just concerning because I don't see how anyone, any of them, can stop someone like uh, an, an Aguero or a Salah or anything like that. So, um, but yeah, I feel like if you, what we the areas we really need to address are definitely centre back because we need a, a, an athlete in there, someone who's strong and quick. And so, like if they do make a mistake, they can recover. Because if anyone, any one of our defenders who make a mistake, it, we're finished, bro. They scored and then they went back to the centre circle and they scored again by the time <laughs> they covered. So it's not it's not funny at all. So and in, and also as well, let's not forget about the midfield as well because we've got man like Jacko yeah, has to be on the edge of Yeah, as you're saying. Uh, no, the reason I asked the original question is because that's that's where I think you're weakest. Not in defence, but specifically in that centre back position. Yeah, and I think if you were to strengthen in the with the right type of player, exactly like you've just detailed, and what part of what makes Van Dijk and Joe Gomez so good is that they're so oh, powerful. <laughs> I know, but you mentioned it, and so I think if you if you were to improve uh, in your centre back and Saliba coming in at the start of next mm. season, we'll see what he's like. Obviously, he's still young. But you set that foundation. The rest of your team, looking from the outside in, is is good and yeah. is quite pro- like promising moving forward. I feel, but that you, it's the centre backs for me. Even like not even just Gomez and Van Dijk. I mean, like someone like Lovren. Lovren, he's not the best defender, but he excels in in at least he excels in some like the air in the air. He's really good, and he's yeah. good. At, he's he sometimes he's good. He's good in like one v one duels sometimes. 
and obviously you got like Matic as well, who's really, really good in the air and he could read the game quite well. Whereas Arsenal, our defenders, no one can excel in any defensive aspect. Like yeah. none yeah. of them. I don't see any defensive apart from Murray because he's really tall. And that's it, he's good in the air. So but no, yeah, wait, hold on, Abdi. That's a bit unfair to say that, that on because on Mari, because we haven't seen him play, so you can't say he only excels. Mate, I've seen tall. I've seen two whole ninety minutes, and I know he's extremely slow and he can't turn. But he may be very good. Also, guys, he hasn't he hasn't been fit. That's really unfair. You he can't played say two that. games. I say he's played two games. He's played yeah, two but, games. And you're saying he can't turn and he can't run. You, you, he hasn't been fit. He hasn't he, been like match. So why is he playing if he's not fit? He was playing those games to get fit. Okay, so he's playing a crucial Premier League game because he uh, just to get fit. <laughs> your logic and also an FA Cup knockout. No, no, your logic is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. You're blaming a player for, on two games when he came from Brazil where he was on holiday. He's been training, didn't have preseason, and, he, and he's playing these two games. And you go, man, can't run. Arteta, Arteta was was, was playing Mustafi ahead. Of you don't him. have to hold the microphone. So what you're trying to say? You don't have to hold the microphone to your mouth. I noticed I didn't sound so good in the last podcast. But yeah, I'm saying Arteta, <laughs> was, Arteta was, was playing Mustafi ahead of him in, in previous games. So why would Mari not be playing if he was... Why would he play a game when you have other centre-backs as well, include like Mustafi? You would go to Mustafi before Mari. So why would you play him in a game if he's not fit? Because we had, um, we had a midweek game. The Man City game was going to be the midweek game because it was postponed from before. So he, he he was resting. Obviously, he was resting Mustafi. That is why. But can't but you say like, that there's been an improvement though under Arteta. I'm sure. Yeah, there definitely has. Yeah, definitely has. Yes, we so have. So you definitely. can't you can't say it's all negative. No, it's not all negative at all. No, I just think it's it's just Man City, isn't it? You if if we were coming up, yeah. Against, I'm going to be real. No, <laughs> this City game has got you, you man. Should... <laughs> no, I don't think you should be because you have to look at. When we played City, we beat them 2-0 this season. Okay, we had a bit of luck in the game, but you never know. You you might get a bit of luck and you, and you might get a result. I don't also, know. also that was at home, on. Tanya. Away from yeah, home. Yeah, but there's no, there's there's no, no away from home. Advantage there's no disadvantage. Yeah, yeah so we're not, we're not uh, at disadvantage. Because but no... still, like, I, I don't know. We have weaknesses. I think you can, you know, even if you got a draw, I think that would be a brilliant result for you guys. But... I know Why laughing? This city team's got you man waking up in cold sweats and that. <laughs> but I'm sweating right now. Yeah, anyone would. But anyway, um, let's... Yeah, let's, anyway. Let's just debate. Uh, Adi, what, realistically, what is your prediction for the game? Realistically, oh, we'll realistically, we'll definitely lose. It will definitely lose. Obviously, I'm obviously I'm being facetious when I say stuff like six or seven nil. Obviously, I'm joking. Uh, but we'll definitely lose because I just don't think we're Man City are a better team than us, and they'll come back fair. Um, so I don't know, maybe two two one three one, maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll get a goal because we have got straight up front. Uh, but I don't see where we can create enough chances to hurt them, and also I don't see where how if we're solid enough to get any points. Yeah, well, to to um. To not see the goal, and yeah, you know, and Are also you... it's like the student playing the teacher, isn't it? The teacher's always going to win, isn't it? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily, yeah, not necessarily. But in this in this situation, this teacher's going to win. And that's another thing you're forgetting. Like he will know Man City inside out. He'll know Pep's tactics. Um, that's quite a good thing. Yeah, but people keep saying that. But don't you think Pep knows that? 
Yeah, I know. I know. People keep but... saying Arteta knows the impact, but yeah, but Pep knows that. So Pep's obviously gonna have something. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to get into this. So and Pep knows Arteta as well. He knows his 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 his. his um, yeah, I know we're gonna lose. Yeah. No, no. Can you let me ask the question, or are you just gonna keep yeah, assuming? Yeah, chatting, man. Pick one, two, one, or three, one. Uh, three, one. Man City. Tanya. I'm gonna go three, two, City. I think there will be goals in the game, but okay. I just yeah, I think City will win. Mark? Um, yeah, obviously, I'm trying to fill you out with optimism. I will say, I will say, I will say 3 1 City, but I, I, I do think you've full got of a chance. Full of optimism. That's what I say. 3 1 City. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with 2 1 City. Um, the earlier game is Aston Villa versus Sheffield United, which um, has that both teams' captains are local lads from their that's their club basically which is a nice story to have in the premier league um i know tanya has a a, a massive love for sheffield united uh, she thought i was gonna I say, three gonna say <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, i think that's gonna be the dollar of the two games but excited to see it nonetheless predictions um who's going first sorry my bad go on mark well, I was just going to say, for me, that's got 1-1 written all over it. So, really? I'm going to go with 1-1, yeah. No, I'm going to go for Sheffield United win. I'm going to go I'm gonna go 2-1. And it breaks my heart to say, because I want Villa <laughs> to stay up. But I just think, yeah, I think Sheffield might, might get the win. Abdi? I'll go for the shock win at Villa 2-1. Ooh, yeah, I, I, I think Villa could, could live in there, yeah. Um, I'm going to say 1-0 Sheffield United mostly because they don't really concede a lot of goals um, oh, and Villa don't really yeah. score that many goals so isn't, um, is it McGinn isn't he back from India yeah McGinn is back yeah so. but but that again it's, it's this thing about that. being match fit there's a thing about being fit mm. and then there's a thing about being match fit so match you, fit, yeah. you're fit so you start playing games to become match fit um, yeah. so you're, 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 shit around there. you know what she's going to say <laughs> Sorry, I'll move, well. on, I'll move on, I'll move on, I'll move on. Uh, all right, um, cool. But we're all excited, right? Very of course. excited. Cannot wait. So, um, Bayern Munich are one game away from winning the Bundesliga. Um, so, if they win the next game, they're champions. But Leno ha- said, Bayern is already a, a champion, as always. It's boring and sad. <laughs> like, my guy. <laughs> my guy. It's boring and sad. Yeah. yeah, but to me, that's that's what makes the Prem so great, is that yeah. there's always, or 95% of the time, there's so, always some sort of title race. This is not the season to say it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, isn't, yeah, this yeah. isn't the season to say it, but next season will be, I feel, super competitive. Again. Mm, okay. Yeah, potentially. But... Um, Alright, so there were two new po- um, positive um, COVID te- uh, results. In the Premier League this week, one has been confirmed that it's a Norwich player. Oh uh, yeah, hmm. yeah. So, I know so about that. Um, uh, Goodison Park has been approved to host the Merseyside derby. Mark, yeah. feeling about that? No, um, you love- I'll, I'll, I'll feel particularly good about it if you if you beat City tomorrow. Other than that, <laughs> um, doesn't really matter. Oh, if you beat City, so we can win cool. it at Goodison. Yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. Ask me that next that one. Um, so I don't know if you guys know the 
um, Michael O'Neill. Does that ring a bell to you guys? Do you know who that is? Uh, oh, the yeah. Island boss. Northern Island. Bro, Northern Island or X. It's uh, the Stoke manager. Michael oh, O'Neill. Oh, Martin O'Neill. No, no, no. No, no Michael O'Neill. Michael oh, O'Neill. <laughs> uh, Michael O'Neill tested positive for COVID-19 just before they were due to play uh, Manchester United in a friendly at Old Trafford. Oh, uh, yes, I did hear about this. So that game yeah. got off. Um, let me, before I move on to the random things that we usually talk about, Delhi Ali has been suspended for one match over a co- coronavirus post. I didn't see the post I'm, personally, but you man was saying I saw the it post. was way back. I think you might have yeah, seen it at the time. Must I'm have been just what? quite surprised yeah. that he only got one match ban. I actually think he should have got at least three for that. Oh, you hate him that much? <laughs> I know, like. News that will excite Chelsea fans is that Timo Werner has um, rejected the chance to play in the Champions League with um, Leipzig to be able to join Chelsea earlier. Uh, not that he will be able rude. to. Yeah. That, that's, uh, that I've got a couple of comments to make on that. A, on, literally, eh? that is mad rude. Yep. <laughs> B, imagine if he did all that for Chelsea not to even qualify themselves. Tell Just you. imagine. Because uh, be... there's every chance of Chelsea coming fifth or sixth. Might not happen, but United yeah, are only three points true. behind them. But if they get fifth, they might get the Champions League. That's still. true. They need, to be the honest, table. they need to re- uh, announce the like, what's the word result or whatever from that inquiry ASAP because it's City will get Champions just League. Know I, what don't, I don't know see. what's happening there. Also, with the Werner situation, yeah, is like um, you're 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 in the Champions. They're in the quarterfinals in the Champions League. Like you're gonna sacrifice that. What if Leipzig? Did a madness and then shot the world one time. Yeah, exactly. And also, you're it's only you're only doing that for the benefit of a team that might get in the Champions League. Then they're likely mm. to get in, it, but they might get in the Champions League. And also, if I'm Leipzig and they're going to win the league now, obviously Bayern are going to win the league now, innit? So there's no title race really. They're pretty much going to be secure in the top four. And I'll just be like, all right, cool. You're playing with the reserves for everything. Mm. And you're yeah. going. Put your money for you, but I get out. That's it. It's it's like I just feel like it would be it would make sense if he would be eligible to play for Chelsea this season. Like, oh, you know what? Yeah. I'm yeah. hoping to get in the Champions League, but he's not, and so it doesn't make sense at all. That's I don't... really bad. Yeah. Is, it, is he just worried getting injured? I've got the thing here. So Timo Werner will not play in Leipzig uh, for Leipzig when the Champions League re- returns in August. Uh, Sky in Germany has confirmed Werner is expected to leave the Bundesliga club and join Chelsea in the summer. Sky in Germany expect Werner to officially become a Chelsea player in middle of July. So he's just he just wants to um, come to Chelsea early. So, so let, to elaborate on my earlier point, basically where I just said, yeah, that, that's rude. Don't you think it's a bit of a disrespect to Leipzig as well, the club who gave him the platform yeah, to perform uh, and kind of become the player that he is today? They've made history by reaching the quarterfinals. What, why would you want out of that history? I don't get it. I don't get obviously, it. it's, it's his personal decision. But it is what it is, but I, I, I would not be doing that myself. I feel like it, it might be... Y'all thought it didn't come. 
<laughs> I feel like there might be some behind the scenes, you know, like... They, yeah, Chelsea probably want him there as early as possible, which is obviously fair enough. Yeah, I think it's it's probably... What you're saying, Junior, is Abramovich threatened his family. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, before just this turns point, into... Just on that point. Hold on, just on that point as well. Um, there's a similar thing with a uh, Charlton player, Lyle Taylor. And Lee Bowyer went on radio and basically said that Lyle Taylor, he's not going to play for the rest of the season because um, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to scuff... Uh, he, he's out of contract in summer. He doesn't want to ruin, get injured and ruin his dream move. Because he's 30 and this is his last contract, I would say. Well, not probably last contract, but like a, a decent contract. And he's like one of the... One of those strikers who get a few goals in the championship. So he's yeah. really fine. Uh, he can get like a move to a higher place championship team or maybe a lower place Premier League team. So what do you guys think about that? A, I'm talking about what do you guys think about him not playing for the rest of the season? Charlton are in the relegation zone. Or, and B, um, Lee Bowie actually going out and saying it. I think for me, as a football player, like I've said previously on the pod many times, your football career is so short. Why would you miss any chance that you could be on the pitch? For me, I don't yeah, get that's it. That's a good point. I, w- yeah. I don't care, but like... like yeah, I want to hold out for a better team. But what if you get injured, then that chance goes by anyway. And you could have saved Charlton a ch- uh, the, the opportunity to stay in the championship where you can actually play again next season. So I just yeah. think... Because you could get injured injured in training. You can get injured doing multiple things. So it's, for me, you can uh, you can kind of see what the, the thought process is. But for me, it doesn't make sense as a person who loves football, because I'd rather be on the pitch than on the sidelines. And it's kind of a disrespect to people that would love to be in that position as well, in a way. Like, imagine you're, like, trying to be a professional footballer and this guy's just out here saying, yeah, I'm not going to play. And there's a million guys out there wanting to be on that pitch. So, yeah, I completely agree. No, but, like, you you need to see it from his point of view. He's 30 Mm. and he wants to get... He's out of contract. He's going to get a free transfer as well. We probably already agreed with it. What if he gets injured in the last nine games? And he obviously had no expectation to be playing at this point as well. Because usually, well, his contract would have been up June 30th. And that's mm-hmm. what, in two weeks or so? So he had no expectations. Obviously, we had a, situ- a global situation. And then he could start training with his new team from 1st of July. And he's, mm-hmm. he's 30 as well. Let's not forget, he's 30. What if it's a Premier League team as well? Uh, the issue I have is with Lee Boyer coming out and obviously, like, Yon, keep that, keep that indoors, man. He came out, he said, yeah, L- 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 um, Lyle does not want to, he doesn't want to play. That's what I have a problem with. Like, you yeah, can't that's a bit mad. Under, under mm. a bus. Mm. But yeah, wherever. No, I don't know. I feel, I feel like if you're a footballer who's being paid to play football mm. and then you go, bro, I'm not playing. Why am yeah, I? I, think I that's for me, you're in breach of your contract. So I yeah. can go out to the public and say whatever I like, in my opinion, because you're breaching your contract. That's that's so what I the like. same energy for Troy Deeney. Troy Deeney's <laughs> reasoning is different. Yeah, that is different. He he's saying that he's got a young child at home. Um, I think he said that one of his family members is vulnerable, so he didn't want to train because of the pandemic. He's not saying that. He said, if I could, I'd be playing. Yeah, yeah. But it's because of the pandemic that he doesn't want to. He wants to protect his family. That's different than me saying, I oh, you know what, I want to secure the bag, yeah? So I'm not going to play for the rest of the season. <laughs> In my opinion. No, I don't think, I don't think Lyle Taylor is in South London. Yeah, I was just like, I don't think he's like that. 
Nah, but yeah, that, yeah. Mark. Yo. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Doing right, the conversation. <laughs> no, um, no, I was just listening. Um, I agree with um, his standpoint in kind of I completely get that he's thirty and this is the last chance for him to secure a contract that will he has a family kind of have them on their way for the next 10 years or so if he hasn't got any plans post football for money then I think he's doing the right thing if he's doing it for him and his family but on the same sense my my personal pride I would have to see through those final nine games with Charlton so yeah yeah, that's what I, I'm I don't know. I, I genuinely see both sides of the coin here. I really do. Right, he's been linked. I've just been Googling it. I just Googled him now. He's linked with a move to Rangers. So I don't know. Maybe that's his dream of playing under Stephen Gerrard. And also, I'd like to clarify that he is from Greenwich. So he's absolutely from South London. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. See? There you go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've, yeah, I think your, your career is so short. I get the whole thing. But if if there's a chance for you to be on the pitch, man... You gotta make the most of it. But I also think with with a footballer, especially someone who hasn't made it to the bigger leagues, if you mm. if you're unsure of what life is for you after football, you have to go and chase that money. I'm, uh, you you have to because if you don't know, once you retire from football, and you might go into coaching or something, but it doesn't work out. Like what what is there next? You see, you all seen it. Even someone like David James, who was so successful in his career, went bankrupt. Because a lot of footballers mm. don't think about the, the period when they retire and where the money's going to come from then. That's why I understand him as a 30-year-old holding out to, to hold mm. off for injuries, to go and get that big contract. But and yet, again, you, you did say football's such a short career. He's, he made his debut with Millwall in 2007, so he's been playing for 13 years. So yeah, but I think I'm talking about grafted for 13 years. I think this is the time to start making no, money. No, but what he, I mean by... He's been up and down the league. <laughs> what I mean by... Football is a short career in comparison to other career where you retire at 60, 70. Yeah, football yeah. is like a, a 15 year, like if you're lucky enough, kind of thing. Um, all right, before we talk about the main man of uh, right now, I just wanted to bring this up and see your guys's um comments what you have to say about this, right. In the hypothetical case that the Champions League was not played due to the coronavirus, then the champion should be the one oh, yeah. who beat the champion. Wait. Clutching. That's what I think. <laughs> he's got the longest draw in the world and he's clutching. So, That's ridiculous. Wait, wait, hold on. So, Watford tweeted the Premier League oh, with some emojis because they were the last team to beat Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it doesn't make sense because Man City is the champion, but um, but yeah. Anyway, so sorry. Is- sorry. Can we go back because I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Oh, have so, you not seen that? So Atletico, Madrid. Atletico Madrid president. I've not seen it. In the in a in a in an interview, said that if hypothetically, if the Champions League were to be null and void because of the coronavirus, that Atletico should be given the Champions League because they beat the champions. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's clutching, clutching. So Watford I'm then by Mark wearing a TikTok T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I know I said that. I, like, I got this as a, I got I didn't I didn't go out and cop this. I got this as a, yeah yeah. I got this yeah. for the Man waited in line for it. <laughs> told me. Tried it. Why? Uh, hold on. After you don't try it. What? What was it? <laughs> After he's trying to take the, man. the stink, boo hoo. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you work at NASA then? No? Okay. No, I don't. Um, so, okay, let's talk about the main man. Me. Uh, all, all right. Oh, <laughs> Go on, uh, No, the main man is Marcus Rashford. What he, a, what a, a man as well. A lot of players Thanks. have been doing a lot of things. Round of applause. Right, round of applause. Put it um, on the thing. Can you put it on the thing still? No, I will. Yeah, that's like a clap. So it's, like it's like an audio clue. A cue. <laughs> um, a lot of players have been doing a lot of things during um, lockdown. Delielli's managed to get himself a suspension. Grealish managed to get in trouble with. We don't get in trouble. Apologise. Huh? Grealish apologise. I thought you were going to say Delielli's managed to get himself robbed. <laughs> no, I I'm not that heartless. You did not say that, um, did you, Junior? No, I didn't. Um, players have managed to give themselves dodgy haircuts, but one Marcus Rashford, Marcus Rashford has raised 20 million to help supply 3 million meals for, to children. He, be, he began a, a campaign to help homeless people. Homelessness, he, yeah. he learned sign language to judge a poetry event in a deaf school and persuaded the government to provide free school meals for children for the summer holidays. What a guy. What a legend. What a guy. He's such what? a good example and role yeah. model. I mean, to be doing that at his age, I feel like a lot of young players will probably splurge a lot on that money they get on clothes, going out. But he's actually doing it to help other people. I think what, well, a, what well, a good example he is. Let's time out on that point, Tanya, because he's being criticised by the haters and saying, of course. yeah, why doesn't he spend his own money? He's buying cars. Whatever Marcus Rashford does with his own money is his own business because he gets yeah. paid that much money. So it's his right to do whatever he wants with the money. Now, what he does with his platform is a completely different thing. So we mm. have to commend him on the amazing work. And man got, you know, it's, it's funny that in this country, we have to have a footballer raise an issue that should be common sense for the people who run this country. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The full four fifths richest country in the world. Not sure what that will be post-COVID, but for, for them, for us to have kids going hungry, Day in day out is shambolic. Is is like it leaves me lost for words. And for it to even be like you've just said, for for it to be posed as a question mm. rather than it being just done, mm. is shambolic in itself as well. We shouldn't be having to ask these things. Namely, Marcus Rashford shouldn't be having to and be complaining not, for these things. Yeah, and let's not let's not um, forget that this is obviously a PR stunt from the government the popular so because of what Rashford has done mm-hmm. and Rashford's gained so much support online for campaigning to make mm. the U-turn and then obviously the reason they've done it is because of it is, is a it's a PR stunt so let's not commend the government commend Rashford no 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 I never commend yeah, no, no. for sure <laughs> yeah. this, this is this is all and I, bruv, I think I honestly think he deserves and should get a standing ovation at every stadium that he plays at yeah. next season when, or say. when fans are allowed back in stadiums. <laughs> and I'm, I'm being serious, and I mean at Hanfield, at the Etihad, at, even at rivalry stadiums, that man deserves a standing ovation. He deserves that for what he's done. And can I just say, 22 years old as well, it's like, um, these men in, in Parliament are like 50 or whatever, and he's a 22-year-old with the nows to say, like, guys, children are going hungry, and you mans are worried about saving British Airways. Mm, trust me. Yeah. Anyway. Now, I've always liked Rashford. He's a really nice guy, and like I said, he's he's a really good role model. I think. Yeah, well, it's just a shame he plays for Man United. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
yeah. That's his <laughs> That's only the fault. Only downside. Yeah, his only yeah. downfall. But um, no, it, it's great to see people using their platforms for to benefit people, and you know. He, um, just reading some of the statements he made. This is England in 2020, and this is an issue that needs assistance urgently. Politics aside, can we not all agree that no children should be going to bed hungry? Food poverty mm. in England is a pandemic that could span generations if we don't if we don't um, correct it now. Um, I encourage you to hear their pleas and find your humanity. Please reconsider your decision to cancel the food voucher scheme over the summer holiday period and guarantee an extension. So regardless of what you think of the government, they've done it anyway. Um, PR stunt or not, they've done it. And so thankfully, um, millions of children across England are going to have uh, free school meals still um, across the summer holidays. Uh, Mark. Yo. I've got something to tell you. Oh, Ooh. what's going right, on here? Yeah, I, I, I haven't been prepared for this, talking <laughs> to the people here, so, all right. Cool. Well, we have Good no idea. Good one, yesterday, Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ne- never, oh, ever do that again. Never do that again. Me and the Abby listener, I came into the WhatsApp group and I said, Mark, uh, did you hear that <laughs> Van Dyke has rejected a new contract? <laughs> and Mark, we are still with attention <laughs> for, the, for his text. He was like, I haven't seen anything, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. He was like, he was like sources, and then absolutely. Yeah, that was asking. Awesome. I was like, bro, I needed, I needed, a, I needed soup because then I, I was gonna think, all right, cool. Depending on what he gives me here as a source, this is whether I take this serious he, or not. And then, and then you come the with source. the number one source. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. And I, I was yeah. Like, yeah. He had me on my toes, Abdi. I'll be real. <laughs> but that's not what I'm gonna say now. Um, your favorite referee has been um, selected oh, no. for the. Merseyside Derby. Who, so what Dean? referee? Who's Mike who's Dean. Everyone's oh. referee is Mike Dean. <laughs> he's he's now been selected to um to show up in front of the cameras for the Merseyside Derby. Um, Good stuff. Anyway, anyway, did, uh, did you know? Sorry, random fact that Everton are still yet to beat us since Jurgen Klopp's been our manager. I did not know. Yeah, that. Matt, didn't it? Just, oh, no yeah. way! That's well, crazy. The last Everton haven't beaten Liverpool in so long that the last time they they beat them was um, uh, Roy Hodgson was Liverpool manager and Arteta no. was playing for Everton. I think <laughs> it's like, Arteta I moved to it Arsenal. Was, it was in the coach at Man City and it became Arsenal manager and they still haven't beaten him. <laughs> yeah, mad. Um, I think it was um, was it that FA Cup game? Can't no, remember. I'm thinking of a different league, game. Yeah, 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 I'm thinking of a different. I remember when they beat us in the FA Cup though. It was a while back, to be fair. Oh, yeah, when they cut off from the camera, yeah. You know, I was just about to say that they cut off. Why, yeah. why are they cutting off? It went to an advert in IT, when IT it comes back, so useless, mate. These men are celebrating. <laughs> I'm thinking, what? What? <laughs> what? What's going on here? But, yeah. They might have thought, yeah, they thought, okay, cool. It doesn't matter if it's a football match going on. We'll put in a quick ad in there. They won't know. <laughs> quick ad. <laughs> that, that was such a power. I remember watching that with my brother, yeah. Come back on. So I'm thinking, bruv, why has it gone to an advert mid-game? <laughs> Come, game comes back on Everton are celebrating he's laughing at me I'm baffed as the what's just happened that was a sore day I'm going to be honest what team does your brother support? He, he's not really um, oh. he's not really into football like that but Arsenal okay so he was just laughing at you Sheldon. to laugh at you pretty much yeah yeah uh, he felt it bro <laughs> <laughs> he, nah, if he was more into football yeah I don't know what, what would have happened but he's never really been into it like that 
Ah, oh, fair enough. He was just doing the big brother thing and just laughing at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Um, guys, listen to this. Did Tanya leave us, like, completely? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we got moved. <laughs> she's, got, she's got better things to do, obviously. Um, listen to this, yeah? I'm not making this up. In the, in the, uh, in the 93-94 season, AC Milan won Serie A, right? That's not a big shock. This is the, this is the shock. In 34 games, they scored 36 goals. I remember seeing something stupid about that, yeah. This isn't even the thing. In that same season, both Atalanta and Udinese got relegated. And they both scored 35 goals. <laughs> didn't, is it, didn't they concede, like, seven or eight? Yeah. It's crazy. It was, not it? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That, that, that over a... How many game season was it at that point? 34. Probably 38, 34. That over a 34 game season is... It's insane. Is... Get this, yeah. In the 1981 and 82 Serie A season, Juventus won the league. Guess how many goals they scored? I don't know if you're being serious here. One, yeah, one, one, no, no. Won the league with 48 points. With 48 goals, sorry. Oh and 48 goodness. points, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he won the league points. with 48 points. How many teams? Yeah, it was a 30-game season. There was uh, 16 teams. So not 48 points out of 90 is not a great return to be winning well, the no, league. Well, no, I think it was a two-point. Two points. Oh, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um... So I just thought that was interesting. Tanya, welcome back. Yeah, I'm seeing you having some technical Sorry, difficulties. guys. I was literally, my reception just went and like my phone <laughs> froze. I have no idea what just happened, but I'm back. I'm here. I'm alive. Way. Way. Um, so Premier League has shown their support for anti-racist gestures by players. So if players celebrate by taking a knee or by doing anti-racist gestures, the Premier League is not going to take action. Because why is that even a question? Yeah, that's that not even. Be I mean, question, that yeah. that was my follow up. I was like, I don't know why yeah. it even needs to be a statement at this point. But okay. Do you think it's because did did didn't Jaden Sancho get booked when he no. yeah, took his top off? He didn't. Huh? No. Okay, so why I was think... that even a question? No. Though? So the Bundesliga came out and gave um, their support for Sancho. Then they proceeded to um, suspend, uh, fine him. For getting a haircut out of I see uh, that, yeah, out of, oh. of lockdown. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty good. I don't know why we're that's even like a talking point, but here we are, 2020. Um, a story from Brazil. Oh God, the tales of Brazil. <laughs> this one's actually a really good one. Okay. So there's this there's this player. Um, who used to play for a club called Madue- uh, Madueira, but they, they got disbanded because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he got released by, by the club because of, of COVID. They couldn't pay him. So what he did was he set up a, a stall on, sh- on the street side and is selling fruit and veg to survive. So it's, it's, it's a, I said good in terms of like... Nah. Tanya. It's, a, it's a story. Wait, what? Wait, Tanya's wait, all busting no, up. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? Right? Took me by surprise. Like, what is he homeless? I don't get it. No, he's not homeless, but he's got oh. no income. Right. Okay. So, so, so go, so go back to, because the first, I, I, admittedly, for a couple of seconds, there's owned out. 
Yeah, yeah. I can tell. So going back to the, going back. <laughs> no, 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 I was here. Trust me, I'm here. So go, no, going back to the. So why has he retired, or was he forced to retire through injury, or? No, 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 he's not retired because of the pandemic. <laughs> you weren't listening at all, bro. No, 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 trust me, I was, I was listening. I don't think I had retired. But because yeah. of the pandemic, he got released by his club. Like they couldn't pay him. Oh, and how old is he? Bad now. He's like he's in his twenties. Oh, uh, this is yeah. terrible. So, he, but. You know, he, he took initiative and he set up a store and he's selling um, fruit and veg on, on the roadside um, in Rio. Fair play oh, to him. Blessing. But what do you say, Junior? You want to start a GoFundMe from? <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily, but, you know, I don't know. You know. Anyway, um, so get this. Carlos Puyol, before 27 years of age, had zero trophies. By yeah. the end of his career... 24 trophies. Mad. That is mad. Yeah. But, uh, bro, I find that hard to believe, you know. The, right? The pre-27. But if you remember, before Rijkaard came, Barcelona were a bit of a, like... They, they, they were this big brand, but they'd never win anything. Yeah, but not even a little cup. Nah, they, they, they were, to be fair. were not, like... They were just one of these yeah. teams... 1998 and 2004... Um, Barcelona won nothing because they were focusing on building La Masia, the academy. Mm. And, and that worked out really well. Goes to show, though, mm. to the people that every club goes through a phase. Like, we went through mm. a similar type of phase in terms of duration of length. Well, not every club. What are you saying, Tanya? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, what? I, that, well, all right, fair enough. I don't even know. I don't no, know. no, no. I said you look really nice today. Um, <laughs> but can I just say that when Barcelona signed Ronaldinho, they were playing Europa League or back then UEFA Cup. Mm. I remember um, them playing Celtic in one of the knockout games. Um, so yeah. Good old Celtic, yeah. Huh? So listen to this: um, a team of players born in 1992 versus a team of players born in 1991. Who do you think would win? I'm about to name you the players on each team, and you just tell me who you think is a stronger lineup. So, players born in 1992. Mm-hmm. In goal, you have man like Allison. You have Carver mm-hmm. Howe at right back, De Vrij in, in centre back, along with Alaba playing centre back. You've got Tellers in um, um, left back. You've got Casemiro and Verratti in centre mid. You've got Salah on the right, Neymar as Cam, Mane on the left, and Son up top. Dirty. Oh, yeah. Dirty A team made up of players born in 1991. Tanya's frozen in a weird pose. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya's blowing every man a kiss. Oh, she's gone. She left. <laughs> um, she's having technical difficulties. But yeah, a team played, um, a team made up of players from 1991. Uh... I don't really know this uh, goalkeeper, Le Comte. I don't oh, know. Le Comte. Yeah, him. Him. That one. Mm. Uh, Munier at right back. Now get this centre back partnership. Koulibaly and Van Dijk. Uh, and then Alexandro at left back. Kante as your DM. Ooh. Thiago and De Bruyne as your centre mids. What? Nah. On him. the right, you have Griezmann. On the left, you have Hazard. And up top, you have Firmino. Yeah, it's got to be that team, boy. <laughs> team, 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 team A's attack and Team B's defence. Mm. You say that, but 
No, I think Team B. Team the two way. has the Bruyne, Griezmann, yeah, Firmino, and Hazard. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, it's mad. Yeah, it's mad. That's What's the right. midfield for um, Team two? Uh, Kante, Thiago, and uh, De Bruyne. I think that's and Team one. Team, bro. Uh, yeah. The midfield is Casemiro, Verratti, and Neymar. Yeah, come on. Oh. I what, think I'll go team two because of Van Dijk and Koulibaly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. filth. I, I think, wait, just read me the keeper and the defence from team one. Alisson. Who the comp? Yeah, oh, I don't he plays know. in the French league. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the Don, um, but yeah. Shout I don't out to know the Don. Um, Alaba, and Michel Tellez. And, oh, uh, I see that. Yeah, I'm... The, the defence is weak. Yeah. It's going to have to be Team 2, despite it's, Team 1's attack being filthy. It's only Alaba and Carvajal that I'd, I'd probably take from Team um, 2. But, yeah. Um, some other honourable mentions, like Team 1993 has Oblak, Varane, Umtiti, um, Ziyech, Partey, Pogba, Dybala and mm. Kane. Team 1988 has players like Hummels, Marcelo, uh, Quadrado, Di Maria, Busquets, Aguero, Yeah, they're a bit old, innit? Talk about, like, think about them in their prime. In their prime. Yeah. Lewandowski, Aguero up top is a mad point. Team 1994 has players like uh, Marquinhos, Laporte, uh, Robertson, Saul. Kovacic, Bruno Fernandes, Bernardo Silva, Sterling, and then Ooh, they kind of kill it up top with Milik. No, no offense to Milik. But... <laughs> Milik. Yeah. Team 1989. I watched, I watched Inter and Napoli um, in the Coppa Italia game. Um, Brav Koulibaly is something serious, man. He is a proper, mm, proper defender. Yeah. He's a and beast. He can play I want him at Tottenham, mate. Yeah, it's not happening. Um, yeah, well, Team 1989. Team 1989 has players like Alaba, Udvireld, Aspiliqueta, uh, Witzel, uh, Royce, Aubameyang and Muller. Mm, not bad. And then, and then, just for fans, let's do a 98 and 97 team. 1998 team has players like Hakimi, Supermencano. Obviously, we don't know if these players are going to be what they are, you know, their potential is going to be, but just for fans. Uh, they've got Demiral, Demiral, or how you say his name. Uh, Alexandra Arnold, Awa from Lyon, Odegaard and Mbappe. And Team mm. 1997 has Wan Bissaka, Gomez, Hernandez, um, De Jong, Ruben Neves, Rashford and Lotoro Martinez. Still not bad teams though. Lotoro Martinez, 99, yeah? Mm. Mad. But yeah, Mad. so I just thought... That would be a, a good... Yeah. So, so going back to your... I think it was a 91 team. I want to pay just a quick particular respect to... I think it was... Was Thomas Muller in that team? No. Team. Thomas, but Thomas Muller is in, in the, the 1989 team. 1989. Oh, 1999. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 20 assists this season in the Bundesliga. Yeah. In some feet. I've got a lot. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I... Probably for the past two years... Maybe even for, I say two years. Like I've, I've ruled him as not past it, but just not what he was. But he's he's proven me wrong. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. Again, I was gonna say that people. It's impressive, but it's the Bundesliga. Oh, <laughs> if it was that easy, though, you'd see it every year. 
Yeah, Abdi, well, I could playing? get 20 assists in the Bundesliga. No, you couldn't. Oh, Wait, I'm still yet to see this magical pass, bro. Yeah, that's what I want to know. My vision is not. This is a league of bums. I said my vision is not. It is a league of bums. Come on, man. Have you seen the defenders, bro? (laughs) Muller probably gets his assist for sneezing next to the ball. (laughs) And this is coming from a player who apparently gets 40 assists, who would get 40 assists a season. So, in the Premier League. So, yeah. We have to respect the source. You guys said it, isn't it? No, no. I said apparently, allegedly. We have to see it in action. Um, all right, moving on. Um, I forgot to mention, but uh, players will, uh, Premier League players will, um, the Premier League players confirm they will have Black Lives Matter on the back of their shirts in, um, to replace their names for the first 12 matches of the restarted um, 1920 season. So that's yeah. good. Um, all right, can you name me the four players who have won? Um, Two PFA Players of the Year awards. There are four players. Four players who have won Gareth two. P- yep, Gareth Bell, Tanya. Who have won two. Yeah. Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry. So that's Bell and Henry. Has I'm trying to think. I don't even think Gerard's on this list. Nope. He's won one. Yeah, he's won a bag of individuals. Oh, but... give us a clue. Was it too obvious if you give us a clue? Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, who's there? Henri, Ronaldo, and... Bale. Bale. Don't think recent. Oh, I don't know. Shearer. Uh, um, who? Shearer. Yeah, Shearer. Oh. Well done, I see. <laughs> <laughs> For you. Uh, Lionel Messi scored <laughs> at the restart of the of La Liga, which means now he's on 20 goals, which means he has scored 20 plus goals for 12 seasons straight. That's crazy. That's mad. Alien. Did you, see the, did you see the pitch invader? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I used to pitch invade in a, in a, in a uh, stadium that has no fans. Yeah, that <laughs> I reckon it was probably one of the security guards who undressed and just ran onto the pitch. <laughs> Probably. Took off his high vis, ran onto the pitch. <laughs> um, whilst we were on Barcelona, I was watching um, their documentary, which is on Sky, which I really recommend to you guys. I forgot what it's called, but um, um, it's about the Pep era of Barcelona. Um, but it talks about how they got there um, and then like after Pep. But anyway, it's just talking about beautiful football. And I didn't know this. Um, I found out in the in the in the doc that when Eric Abidal was diagnosed with cancer, uh, Danny Alves offered a part of his liver to save no Eric Abidal's way. life. I remember that. I, I didn't. It wasn't fresh in my memory, but now you've said that, I remember that. Yeah, I didn't know that. And um, in the doc, um, uh, Danny Alves, who was at Sevilla and had a teammate die, and he said, I felt really useless because I couldn't do anything. This time, I felt like I could do something. So I, I did. And me and Abidal had the same blood type. So I offered him part of my liver, um, making sure that he, he could uh, live on. So, huh? Is that possible to offer a chunk of your liver? Well, I mean, could, you, could you survive with that? I say, hey, have a little bit. I mean, Danny Alves is still playing football now. <laughs> so I guess yes. Well, he didn't, did he? 
He did. He said no, that. Yes, he did it. Yeah, and oh, then he just offered, mate. No, no, yeah. and then and then Abidal. Um, oh my so God. Danny Alves didn't say anything to anyone. He said it was personal between me and him, but it was actually Abidal who came out and announced that Danny Alves is the one who saved his life. Wow, that's oh, nice. Wow. So I thought you meant he just offered it and then Abidal declined. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really declined. Uh, yeah, you just like, oh, well, I'll get one of my family members to do it. <laughs> so just quickly before we end, because we we're, we're nearing that time. This hour has flown by, by the way. Trust. Yeah, um, I've got one of those lists of players and then see if um, you guys think someone's missing. So finesse finishers. So this is the list. Again, I did not make these lists, mm-hmm. but yeah. Where did you get these lists from? I'm curious. I have my sources. Um, uh, got your sources, yeah? All right. So this is the finesse finishers list. Aubameyang, David Villa, Thierry Henry, Mo Salah, and Martial. I think... Hmm, I guess Kane, but not recently. But I do think uh, he's a good finisher. No, no, no. A finesse is like... Finesse, finesse. Is, well, is this different? Think Salah mean? Everton and Salah Roma. I think pure, Thierry pure finesse, finesse. Right, man said I, finesse. You guys got to explain. You got to explain. <laughs> so finesse, finesse is like placing the ball in the bottom corner, like the movement uh, of your body and just placing the ball. Not even bottom. Yeah, like in any corner, and it's got yeah. a bit of bend to it. You're yeah. not. It's not a power driver. It's more like a definition. Calculated. Son, the definition of finesse. Then. Don't bring your mic onto the. the I know, yeah, I know that. Man. We can hear The definition you of finesse. <laughs> Impressive delicacy and skill. Yeah, exactly. It's so like a play. Play? It's like a player yeah. passing it into the into the back of the net. That's kind of like what a finesse is. Cheats. So you can't say Son then should be on that list. Not really. I would. Say, I don't really know. I would. I would definitely say Salah. You saw Salah on the list. Salah's on yeah, the list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what. I don't get it. But okay. Um, finesse is like passing it in. Not. Kane is a power drive central. Like he will blast the ball and it will take the goalkeeper into the back of the net with it. But wow. uh, but finesse is a bit more different. It's like you're passing it. Like Thierry was like the king of that. Like he'd draw the uh, goalkeeper up, he would open his body up and he just passed it into the into the bottom corner. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. The play anywhere men. So this Messi as well. Yeah, actually that's a good shout. Yeah, Messi's He's probably the best finesse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so play anywhere, men. Uh, so these are players who can play in multiple positions. This is the list: Ashley Young, James Milner, Philip Lahm, Milner. Javier Panetti, and David Alaba. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first two I would have said was Young and Milner. So yeah. 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 There... I, I was just gonna say on the note of Ashley Young. Yeah. Have you ever known a man? Have you seen this? Like, have you seen his new haircut? Yeah. No, no a fresh, fresh fade. No, like, looking good, yeah? I, I didn't know he was bald because he chose to go like, <laughs> yeah, bald. I didn't know either. <laughs> have you ever known a man with a perfectly good hairline to just say, scrap that, I'm going <laughs> bald for three years? I did. Like, it weren't even bald, it was shiny bald. Like, <laughs> oh, so he's not actually bald. bald, he's just chosen to be bald. Yeah. No, he, but he's not anymore. He's not no, anymore. Yeah. yeah, anyway. And he's got, actually, he... like, a perfect hairline. It's not like receding or anything what's his problem man he just wants to be bald 
I think he was just enjoying, enjoying the ball patch. Yeah? Mind ball, you, he not, has not got a little patch. But. <laughs> he has got a good head shape, though, isn't he? Like, he ain't got a dodgy head shape. If he did have a dodgy head shape, he'd look a bit mad, wouldn't he? <laughs> right, I, I have to apologise for steering the conversation <laughs> this way. Uh... <laughs> like, it's like an Easter egg, isn't it? Like... All right, OK, we're, we're, we're taking it way away. Um, anyone else that we're missing? Players that can play in multiple positions <laughs> that you think could be here? Nope. Mm. Right. Move on. Yeah. Kimmich. Kimmich. Yeah. yeah, Kimmich should play midfield, yeah. isn't it? Hakimi right. as well. Um, Hakimi is mostly just down the right, though, don't you think? Yeah, he played, he played left, he played centre. He's played in the centre mid as well, so yeah. Oh, okay. um, unbelievable engines. Fernandinho. Kante. What does that mean? It's like <laughs> for the whole game, up and down the pitch. You never, they never look tired. They're just up okay. and down. Up and down. Uh, Fernandinho, uh, Angolo Kante. Uh, you should have got it by Angolo Kante, to be fair. Um, Michael Essien, Gennaro Gattuso, and Casemiro. Casemiro? I thought Casemiro yeah. was a bit of a weird one because he just sits there and he just beats people up. Mm. But um, I, I'd put Andy Robertson in that category. Mm, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Does 100%. <laughs> it does not stop. Yeah. M- Martinelli as well, I'll say. He's a bit, he's a bit of an engine. Nah. Nine minutes. Nah. Why not? Stretch, but. Yeah. Well, have you not seen Martinelli <laughs> running for 90 minutes, bro? Mm, I, I, I just wouldn't put him on the list. Yeah, I haven't either. <laughs> yeah, Abdi. Um, yeah, us us Arsenal fans get what you mean, but I, I, I get why they're saying <laughs> no. Moving um, <laughs> on. Two footers. There's one name on here that is, uh, like, I think is too soon, but whatever. Uh, Mason Greenwood. Oh, uh, one. Uh, yeah, that's the one. Oh, I thought you meant, like, two-foot tackle. No. <laughs> <laughs> Abdi was expecting, like, Roy Keane. <laughs> the young. Eric Dyer. Okay, Mason Greenwood, Santi Cazorla, Zinedine yeah. Zidane, Wesley Schneider, and Osama Dembele. I'm just about to say Osama. Osama. Sorry, Osama. That was my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, he wasn't number five. I was just about to say he had to be on that list. Yeah, yeah. Was. Um, what was the one you said you were was too soon? Greenwood. We haven't seen the boy. Oh, Greenwood. Yeah, no, 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 bro. He has. He can. He, he can. He, he genuinely can does have two feet. No, I know that he does. But I, like these men are have all proven in big games. You know, da da da. This man. I would you, say he's more. He's more two footed than Schneider. Schneider. I don't know where they got that from. <laughs> was Schneider even on that list? Yeah, Schneider was yeah. number four. Oh, wow. Um, but anyway, anyone you think has been missed off this list? John Terry. John Terry could ping one with his left foot from like perfectly. Like it was crazy. Arsene Wenger did as well. I remember you said the only player I've ever seen who's two footed is um, Cazorla is John Terry. He's like mad. But yeah, he's definitely one I'd say, yeah. Alright. Zidane as well was quite good with his left foot. Zidane's on the Zidane list. That was, yeah. Zidane oh, was better. Mad. See how these men don't listen to me. Um eyes in, <laughs> eyes in the back of their head. Meza Ozil, Kevin De Bruyne. Kaka, Dennis Burkamp, and Thiago. Wow, Thiago being put in a, a bracket with some big players there. That's what I thought. Um, uh, it's fair that he's in there. Um, who who could be in there though? Eyes at the back of their head. David Silva. Yeah, I was thinking David Silva. Um, Mata, Juan, Juan Mata. Just about to say that. 
at, in his Chelsea in his Chelsea times. Yeah. Cool. And that is it. So um, I have nothing else. Mark, do you have some stuff? Uh, oh, not wait. really. Sorry, we forgot to talk about one of the biggest talking points of the week is Aubameyang. <laughs> oh yeah. We said that right for last. <laughs> Uh, so oh, Aubameyang, yeah, where are we gonna go after he lo- after he leaves? So what are we gonna do now as a football club? Gonna <laughs> I, I think tenth is a decent position, don't you, Abdi? <laughs> Solid is yeah, two numbers. Club. I had to think about it, right? I actually can't see him going to any other club. Where's he gonna go? Real Madrid. Listen, anywhere. You gotta think. I don't see it. I think I think he'll go anywhere. Not anywhere, but anywhere who offers him the money. That he wants from Arsenal. If Arsenal don't give him, I think that that will, if that makes sense. Yeah, but is he mm. better than the players that are already at these clubs? That's what I'm saying. And he's how old is he? Thirty two. No, no, he's thirty. He's thirty. He's thirty. Okay, my bad. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. This idea I, that after you turn thirty, you're you're basically on the retirement line. I don't get it. I, <laughs> that's yeah, you see you guys clapping goals. Well, like when it like. Ibrahimovic came to the Premier League 30, 35. No, you've got to think players have done it well into their 30s. Gerard, Fabregas, John Terry. like Players have played extremely well in their 30s and 33s. Mm. Like, not I early think, 30s. I think for a striker, it's a bit different because yeah. uh, especially a player for, of Aubameyang, um, Aubameyang's type, which is he relies on his pace and his yeah. movement. I don't think he, he relies on his pace a lot. I think he relies on his movement and his intelligence and well, his finishing. Said, well, I, well, I never said a lot. I just said he relies on his pace yeah. and his movement. Do you, know, do you know the thing with Aubameyang's pace is that he doesn't use it how, say, Mane would yeah. use mm. it, where Mane uses the ball and his pace. Yeah. Whereas mm. for me, Aubameyang uses his pace a bit more in behind to make those runs, catch defenders off, and if he's gone, you're not catching him. Short bursts to get into a good position to score. Yeah. yeah. His, movement, that's, that his movement is his biggest... Obviously, his pace is lightning, but his movement is his biggest. He's not. It's not like Mbappe kind of the way Mbappe runs in it. You know, Mbappe obviously he uses his pace to get there. Yeah. So Aubameyang, he makes quick, short movements, and in like over like five, he he, he makes the gap in like a five meter gap in the mm. defense. So, but yeah, in terms of like him leaving, bloody hell, I, if, I can't take another one of this man. It's the same thing over and over again. I've seen it several times. How can you have your best player going into the final year mm. every year? It's like ridiculous. It's like, eh. did you not learn from what happened a year ago with Aaron Ramsey? It's but nonsense. didn't Arteta say that he's he's close to signing it anyway? No, he said it's positive. He didn't. Yeah, yeah, he just said that he was positive. I think that was more when I read that. What I took from that is that it wasn't Arteta saying I think he's going to sign. It was Arteta no. saying publicly to the board without actually saying it publicly. Right. Basically, okay. pay, like give him what he wants because he he will stay if you do. I think that he was kind of putting it out there without mm. directly saying to the owners. Right. How much well, are you pay? I I watched I watched the 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 conference yesterday with Arteta saying that, and they were are uh, they are obviously they they were gonna ask about Aubameyang, and he did say like he's spoken to him and blah blah, blah and he's positive that he's gonna stay. But yeah, again, I think it's just for public viewing. Yeah. Um. I think it's detrimental for the club if Aubameyang leaves because, like Abdi was saying, we just lost Ramsey last season. We lose Aubameyang. We've lost mm. Van Persie. We've lost 
Fabregas, we've Alexis lost Sanchez. and Alexis Sanchez, and and it just it keeps the narrative that Arsenal are a poorly run club, which mm. I mean it is, um, but they they keep saying we're making the changes, but oh, evidently where I don't see the changes. Do you want to know one of the worst things about that as well? If if he were to leave, is that you wouldn't even really get a significant transfer fee. Like there's not no. really much because because he's only got a year left on his deal. There wouldn't even really be much cash there to reinvest on a replacement. I mean, it it goes back to Abdi's favorite stat. We've only sold one player, um, like forty million. We haven't sold anyone that else. Was mad, and that's Ox, right? Only yeah, to, yeah, to Liverpool. We have never sold mad. anyone above forty yeah, million, considering the players nice. that we've let go, and considering the the market. Like players are going for stupid money. Yeah. Yeah, that is mad. That's that's a bit concerning. Probably, really. Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool have set the boundaries for what like a proper selling club is because these mm. got sold Dominic Solanke for twenty million. And that guy <laughs> is pants. He's an average Sunday. No, do you know what though? The, the guy, he, fair, he didn't have his rubber degree at Liverpool, and it hasn't happened for him at Bournemouth. But he got, he was top scorer when England under twenties won the World Cup, and he was very highly rated at Chelsea. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Why he wasn't worth of... twenty million at the time, though. I don't know why, how. Why, he can't, got... why can't he shoot from inside the six-yard box? Why has he got one goal in his entire career? The guy is useless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and and like uh, I'm just trying to bring to, some positivity um, in it. Into, nah, mate. Into my people's Chelsea, lives. Chelsea, who had who had Hazard in the last year of his deal, sold him for what 120 or mil. Yeah, Arsenal have the capability to do that. No, and also, like I said before, it's not about selling how much we can get from him. It's about we if we lose a Bamian, we're not going to get someone like a Bamian. We're going to get someone who's worse than a Bamian. It took us a long yeah, while yeah. to get a top striker after Van, after Van Persie. Like, we went through quite a few strikers. Bloody hell, man. I watched Arsenal have um, Giroud, Podolski, Javinho, Bentner, Shamak, Shamak, Sonogo, Danny Welbeck. All of these, like, and then even Lacazette. We thought, oh, we've done it. And then Lacazette proved he wasn't that good. And then we've got a Bamiyang now. And it's just like, we have a top, top striker. What, what do you mean about Lacazette? Yeah, Lacazette's <laughs> a good player. Yeah, but he's not, he's not, he's not a shooter like Bamiyang. He's not an Aguero. He's not that kind of... Like I said before, Aubameyang is one of the top shooters in the world. And if we sell him, we're going to have to go find someone else who's like that. And I don't think Martinelli and Ketty are ready. So, even if we do get a big transfer fee, yeah, even if we do get a big transfer fee, we're going to go get someone who's worse. So, why don't we just keep him for three years, wait for Martinelli and Nketiah to be top shooters, and then we can go from there. It's what I was saying to uh, Abdi, um, like, a couple months ago, I think. I was, like, saying, if we had signed... I know this is all ifs and stuff. But if we had signed Aubameyang three or four years ago, like if we had signed him from Setetien instead of him going to Dortmund, I think we yeah. would have won the league that Leicester won because all we needed that season was a shooter because Giroud went 15 games without scoring. But yeah, mm. I think if we if we get a shooter that season, we win the league and that changes Arsenal Football Club moving forward because we're in the conversation again. Well, you didn't, so... Yeah, thanks. <laughs> no point but neither did that. you! Neither did you! Yeah, it's true. And Harry Kane posted that lion, that lion picture. You <laughs> man come third. That was... Listen, <laughs> don't, don't even go lost, there. Lost 5-1 on the final. It was bare rude of them to post that lion picture, though. Yeah, they got slapped. <laughs> I think that was Wayne Alden's last game. That was but, yeah, they, 
Yeah, but that was so rude. Don't you think posting that picture of the lions? Bare cheeky. I mean, shows shows his true character, and it plays for that. <laughs> and his true character. Uh, I'm not even gonna retaliate. All right then. Uh, All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) This has been episode forty of the WTATL podcast. Um, Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week. You can find us on all platforms. Um, Yeah, share, share with everyone. And um, Premier League football's back. Hey, this time I need to do this for a minute, bro. Huh? I needed to do. Oh, we're still recording. No, I see. Um, yeah, no, for the listeners, Premier League back football is back today. So, um, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. Peace yeah, yeah. and love. Peace out. Laters. Bye. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.